Welcome to 360 Timmy, the podcast with interesting people in 360 degrees. You can listen on all major music streaming services and watch on YouTube by going to youtube.com forward slash at 360 Timmy. Hey everyone, welcome again to another 360 Timmy. So this week we've gone from Central Park in New York, New York City to Margate in Kent. And we're at the Dreamland Cinema, which back in the day was the location where the Rolling Stones and the Who played their very early gigs. And it seems quite poignant for th that particular history to welcome my guest today, Tom A. Smith. Hello, how are we doing? Welcome, Tom. No, thank you very much for having us. Tom is a singer, a songwriter, a recording artist and rising star <laughs> of the music scene. Uh, I talk about people like The Who and The Stones with, with long careers. It feels like Tom's had that kind of long career already. <laughs> at the age of four, he picked up a guitar and played for the first time. He had his first gig at the age of eight. He had his first Glastonbury performance before he went to secondary school. He's been tipped by Elton John to be a future star and he's also backed by Billy Bragg as well. So that is an amazing yeah, career so far, Tom. Sounds all right, doesn't it? Where does it all start? Maybe we should put the, push the button, actually, yeah, so we can get so. across the street, actually. <laughs> Simple things, walking, walking through traffic. <laughs> so how did it, where did it all, all come from? Who got the guitar at four years old? Yeah, it's like, there's a band, a local band in the North East called Detroit Social Club. And, um, you know, my dad was a massive fan of them. And he's, he's always been a massive fan of music. Um, not very musically talented himself, you know, I'll tell you that firsthand. But, um, yeah, they used to come around our house every single week and, um, you know, they'd uh, play FIFA football and then do like a 10 minute guitar lesson at the end of each week. And then, you know, that just progressed to more and more because I feel like you can just give a give a four-year-old a guitar and expect him to play a guitar and he'll, he'll probably get a bit preoccupied with something else and yeah. maybe not have the most concentration. So he just used to play FIFA and football and have a and have a laugh and a kick about and then, you know, do 10 minutes of guitar and that got bigger and bigger and more and more. And you know, eventually when I was eight, um, I got my first opportunity to play a gig and it was a, quite a legendary ven venue in the North East called the Clooney in Newcastle. And it was just supporting them doing their reunion show a charity gig and you know it was sold out and i remember being absolutely petrified but also just coming off stage and realizing how much i loved it and loved every second of it and um since then i've not really looked back and it's all i've ever planned to do and all i ever want to do really that's amazing and yeah. uh, you're unfortunately that generation that had i think you had your gcse's during lockdown yeah yeah so, uh you, you had plenty of time in your hands. I think you say that you 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 decided to have do it as kind of a nine to five job. That during lockdown you would write a song every day, write songs every day. Yeah, I just treat that whole period as you know time to sort of work on my own stuff. You know, before the lockdown, I was doing all right. Um, as like you know, like a sort of young novelty cover artist, I suppose in a way. And I was getting you know decent festival billings and stuff like that, which was which was amazing. But I didn't want to do that forever. Um, you know, I always love writing songs and creating music, and I, that's what I wanted to do. So, when lockdown hit, you know, live music was sort of taken away from us uh, for a little while. So I used that period just to to hone in the craft of songwriting. And you know, I've got like a SoundCloud link now of about 500 tunes on all demoed and recorded at home. Crikey. You know, which um, I'm ready and happy to go with. And you know, we can get in the studio and record them all and make them bigger and better. Um, but yeah, it was a, it's a, probably the most, I think for many artists, it was a very difficult time. Not that it wasn't difficult, but 
for me, it just gave me an extra leg up, I think, and it's put me in good stead for, you know, the next few years, really. And how did you, so before you, you, you were on the internet as Tom Mouse, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So how did, how did you start from that first gig? Was that the spark for all these other performances and opportunities that, that have come up since? Um, I think so, yeah, partially. You know, I managed, I was lucky enough to have some great opportunities before, you know, when I was younger and, um, you know, there's so many people who were so supportive of what I did, you know, Tim Burgess from the Charlatans being one of them. And, you know, like Catfish and the Bottom Men who have got their return again next year. Um, they were fantastic for me too. And then um, when I came out of lockdown, obviously I changed my name and stuff like that. Not drastically, but just a, a bit more maturity to it, I suppose. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's really put me in good stead, I think. Just, you know, being used to performing live, you know, through lockdown, I think many musicians got the opportunity and started doing well within lockdown with music and then came out and weren't used to performing live and coping under the live setting and stuff like that. You know, we saw it with a lot of TikTok stars and things like that, you know, who've done well musically. Uh, but it just put me in good stead coming out of it, you know, used to be on stage and used to that setting and that surrounding. And um, yeah, it's... Uh, been a fantastic two years since then, really. And you certainly put the work in because one thing I picked up, and I believe you do your own social media. Yeah. And uh, I first saw you on your appearance on Sunday Brunch. Yeah. And followed on Instagram. And to say I've had daily content nonstop <laughs> would be an understatement. But, yeah. you know, you really did put the work in, don't you, on that side of the fence? No, of course, absolutely. I think, you know, people can mourn about social media and how you know, difficult it is and everything like that, which it definitely is. But I feel like it's a tool that we all have that can allow anybody to see what you're doing. So about that way. why not, you know, make the most of it and uh, utilise it as much as we can, really. You know, it's sometimes it can be a bit tough, but, you know, it's it's an important part of it. It's probably the main part of it Pretty now, key really. for you yeah, now, yeah. isn't it? Because you're, no, I, I mean, I actually stumbled over calling you recording artist because you're almost a streaming artist. You're the new <laughs> generation yeah. of the music industry, aren't you? No, Where, of course, yeah. Uh, have you, have you, has any of you worked, gone on to physical media or have you not got that far yet or that's not something you're really thinking about? Um, it's, you know, it's, it's come up in conversation a few times and, you know, I always love the idea of having a physical record and stuff like that, but it's so expensive to do and I need to know that I'm in a place that people are going to buy it and people are going to, you know, be interested in it. And at the moment, you know, you... You sort of get so hung up over streaming numbers and how important they are. And even though it's not the be all and end all, it is an important part of it all. And um, yeah, I think we're just focused on that at the moment. But in the future and down the line, I 100% want to do some physical stuff because, you know, it's that is the cool part about music for many years, I suppose. And, yeah, you know, just that having my own record and having my own physical stuff would be amazing. And it's had a bit of a renaissance, hasn't it? Records and physical media i think uh, there's a whole generation that never had it and now want it no exactly it's yeah kind of, uh... no especially you know even myself you no know, i've got hundreds of records at home that you know used to belong to me darn that only i listen to now i think that whole you know i feel like they're listening to an album is sort of gone now because of streaming and stuff like that you know it's all like playlists and Listening to a lot of artists and, you know, you notice now that every artist's album, their most streamed song is the first song on it. Yeah. So, you know, that, you know, sitting down and listening to a full album has sort of gone a little bit. But, you know, hopefully we can sort of bring that back over the next few years, you know, 
it's a, it's a real sort of... I think young people quite like the, the cool idea of having a record and stuff like that now, so, so, so we'll see. I do like the fact as well that... Um, so, I first listened to you, uh, as I said, way, way back in March. I think I went on holiday and listened to a lot of your tracks. Dragonfly yeah. <laughs> sticks with me because... I was on a beach, much like the one today, sadly, <laughs> but it wasn't one degree like it is today. It was 30 degrees. So I was sitting are. back and I will always associate that holiday with Dragonfly now. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So, uh, and I loved uh, Weirdo, yeah. which is one of your greatest, I think. And you've got lots of t-shirts <laughs> on that one. There you are. Um, and I also like, um, I bought some of your digital press, your, your demos. Oh, yes, yeah. And I liked Hope or H-O-P-E. Yeah, yeah. Where oh, you nice. sampled Michelle Obama. I just, right, yeah, yeah. That is an amazing track. No, it's it's like because I had so much time through lockdown to so write songs. There's there's so many there that a lot of them won't see the light of day. You know, we'll yeah. never get released, and we'll never because there's so many tracks there that I'm that I really like, and some just sit further down the pecking order than others, really. And um, I thought it was a good opportunity to for the people who have been the most supportive to me over the last few years to give them this opportunity to own something in a little bit of a different way. Yeah. It's almost like, mine, a, yeah. uh, like like, like a, a, an art crypto, isn't it? The, yeah. An investment in something no, exactly. that's not got a big release. No, of course. And, you know, it's, it's very personalised. You've got your own number. It's got your name on it and stuff like that. And it, and it belongs to you. And, you know, it can go up. The price can go up. And the, yeah, it can go down, but it can't really go down, really, because there's only 50 of them available. So it's a, it's a nice investment for them. And, you know... It's up to them whether they keep it or they don't. So yeah, yeah but it's uh, no, it was, a, it was a cool idea and it's a little bit different as well. And not many artists have done it yet, but I think it's going to become. Where did that idea come? Is that an idea that you came up with, or you were advised? I mean, uh, you're mixing with lots of people in the music industry. You must take the best ideas from everyone that you come across. Yeah, sort of a mixture, really. My um, one of our managers, Mike Walsh, um, works very closely with the company Serenade, who are fantastic and uh, and really cool, and you know. He was keen for me to be part of it and you know so was that i think it's such a such a cool unique idea really and um you know it's, it's as i said given those people who have given me a little bit more of a push over the last few years something special something to own for themselves so this year's been quite a year for you i mean i actually i think actually you could probably say that for the last year as well but and probably yeah. the year ahead but you when i followed you i think you then announced a uk tour and to me it seems like you have not been off tour <laughs> uh, or supporting somebody ever since i mean you're literally traversing this country every every day not every week it's yeah it's um it's been a phenomenal year you know we've done a lot of shows i think it's around 150 once the end of the year finishes which is uh which is probably it's about one every three days really which is a bit wild emmy mass is probably horrendous there but uh no but it's it's been fantastic and the, the people that we've met and uh, that we've managed to, to to spend time with over the last year being fantastic you know getting to work closely do some shows with the legends james you know that was a a great time and one of your managers managers james i believe that's that right, right? Yeah, yeah yeah and um you know they're a great bunch of people and you know tim's been incredibly supportive of everything that i've done over the last couple of years so it was nice to, to play such it's such an iconic band, it's such an iconic venue, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe you, uh, so you rocked up at my day job, Sky. Yeah. You, were, you appeared on Soccer AM. That's right. And you text Miles Kane, fancy coming down and playing. 
Yeah. And Sky just went, yeah, fine, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and absolutely. What an opportunity that was. No, of course. I mean, Miles has just been so supportive of me over the last couple of years, and you know, I thank him so much for it. You know, the opportunities he's given us has it, it's been amazing, and what a talented, genuine person he is. You know, he's uh, he's been so supportive, and doing that tour with him was probably like the first big thing that I did really coming out of lockdown. Working that tour with Gang of Views as well, which was amazing. That was just me and a guitar. But that um, that two of miles gave me this extra bit of confidence and the support that he gave us and how he wanted to be involved in what I was doing was amazing. And obviously, being a massive football fan, being able to go on soccer AM and perform live on telly with him was was amazing. So working with Miles, have you you've written together? Have you? Yeah, yeah, on a few occasions. And what's, um, what's the process there? Because I guess. You can learn a lot from him, but actually he could learn a lot from you. I mean, you yeah. know, no one stops learning, no matter, no matter how much no, of a exactly, veteran yeah. they are. Um, Just cross over here. Yeah. But no, he's, um, when we got together, the first time we got together, it's always you know, me bringing an idea, me bringing a song, and then, you know, him working his magic and putting our heads together and just adding something and making it. So Like You Do, which um, is a single that we put out together back end of last year um i'd been playing that song through his whole tour and um we sat down together and just turned it into this massive single really um and i was just playing it with me and a guitar on his tour and uh, the band would leave the stage but yeah he just gave it this new little bit of life and his new bit of personality which he didn't have before um which you know added so much to record it's probably one of if not my favourite one that I've put out so far, really, still. And you do the whole thing in terms of the music as well. So the band, you have a band that supports you. You've got a yeah. friend from college. Yes, and yeah. friends of your brothers. Yeah, yeah. And, but you literally write the music for the drums, the, the, the bass, the guitar and everything. Uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, I'm lucky enough to have such a supportive, talented band, you know, who, um, you know, who, I don't know why I would <laughs> put all the trust that they have into us to, to get it right, which is amazing. And, you know, this, um, we all get along so well, and uh, that's just as well, really. Yeah, isn't it? exactly. You're, yeah. you're literally travelling in a small minibus with them, aren't you? <laughs> Pretty like, much. Even today to come here to Margate. No, exactly. Yeah, and you know, we're, we're like a little family now, which is amazing. And um, it's lucky that we have been friends for, for so many years. You know that. You know, it, 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 there's no awkward stage at the start of, you know, getting used to each other and that, because we've all just, you know, known each other and. Yeah, they're an absolute pleasure to have on board, really, and uh, so much fun as well. And, you know, they're, they're a force live as well. I'm absolutely, well, so I, I was just saying to you before we recorded, I'm seeing you, not tonight in Margate, unfortunately, but hopefully I'll see a sound check later, but uh, on uh, Sunday in Tunbridge Wells. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that very much. So. Yeah, no, it should be good fun. So what are your plans for next year? You've done a lot of touring and festivals and appearances this year. Anything specific for next year or...? Still a work in progress at the moment. We still got things booked, but there is actually not a single thing that I can announce yet. Right, it's a bit of a shame. Um, but there's, it's going to be a mega year again, and you know some of the offers we've got in so far are just dead exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to you know. Um, hopefully, I can get back myself back on tour again, do some bigger venues. Maybe not 34 dates again. Like that's a bit much. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but maybe some bigger venues, do all the big cities. That'll be nice. But you know, we'll have to see. And um, 
I've got, as I said, I've got plenty of songs and plenty of records that I'm ready to put out, which, you know, again, going into next year, I'm looking forward to putting out even bigger and better singles. I don't know how you contain your excitement because you, again, you must know some of the things you're going to do, and I, I know you can't announce them. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you, that, you must be pinching yourself, saying, "Oh, I'm, I'm dying to, I'm dying to, uh, I'm really looking forward to this." I mean, I'm, no, of course, yeah, yeah, and it's you no, must have a lot of sleepless nights the night before. <laughs> just about, yeah. But um, no, the thing is, we're just trying to enjoy it as much as we can. You know, I know we know how lucky we are to be in this opportunity, to be in this position. Uh, even though a lot of hard work has gone into it, you know, it's not happened overnight. Um, but the momentum and the uh, excitement around it, especially over the last, you know, sort of month while doing this tour, people are starting to really appreciate the live side of it as well. And, you know... And I didn't say at the start, you're 19 at the moment. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's go down that way. Um, so, yeah, so... <laughs> You've been doing this a long time, just about, actually, yeah. compared with lots of people, and you've got lots of experience. I, I, I just think that's kind of super exciting um, for what you've got ahead. So, yeah, of course. where do you, do you do you agree with Elton John? You'll be playing stadiums in <laughs> five to ten years. Well, I hope so. You know that that is that is the plan, I suppose. You know that's that's what all the work goes into. But you know, I feel like that sort of stuff only happens if you continue to enjoy it and if you continue to put in the same amount of hard work. <laughs> you know all the time and you know it's 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 not something you can sit back and just watch happen you know yeah it's um a lot goes into it and people think it's some people might think it's just a bit of a sky but you know it's a, it's a it is a full-time job yeah absolutely. and it's, it's a full-time you know i mean i've not seen my family in a month now <laughs> i can imagine but, I've, yeah. I've seen your dates and you don't you don't literally come down in some kind of country or uh, uh, county order do you no no you can <laughs> flip up and down the country no exactly yeah depending on the date so no yeah and you know the plan is uh, to keep getting this bigger and keep evolving it as much as we can um and we're just so excited for for what's to come really you know the growth that has shown not even just this year but over the last few months you know we've gone from you know, playing to a hundred people in the local, in my, you know, my, my local area in Sunderland. We're just here at Oldbys. Here we are, there we so go. So this is where you're playing tonight? Yeah. And in fact, we can see your poster on the door there. There we go. Look at that. Ah, looking forward to it. It's going to be good fun, I think. So you were excited for this one? Yeah, it's a bit of a different vibe to the rest of the tour. So it's going to be a, a bit more of an intimate one, which is nice. Um, so, no, I'm looking forward to it. It's quite a nice little break and a relaxed, relaxing set compared to the other things that we've been doing, which, which have been amazing, but... No, it's going to be a different vibe, and I'm looking forward to it, really. I saw you, and I like your, I like a lot of your Instagram posts. So last night you posted, um, is this the most exciting time of my life? Question yeah. mark, and you went, probably. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess that's going to just every every month. No, of up, course, it's yeah, that, yeah. It, you? It's, you know, I'm looking at what I'm doing now and how much fun I'm having in the minute, and that, you know, looking at next year, how bigger and better that's going to be again, and it's just, no, it is really exciting, and, you know, everyone around us is buzzing, and... You know, I'm lucky to have such fantastic people supporting us and around us. So it all just feels very good in a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So this is going out on the 21st of December. So there any, will there be any more dates around that sort of time for tickets to go? Or are they... No, that'll be, be done. That'll, that'll be, be done. That'll be so done when this goes the, uh, out, you'll be able to put your feet up and you'll be having exactly, your family. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That yeah. is awesome. Well, Tom, thank you so much for no, giving up your time. You. I really do appreciate it. Thank amazing. I can't wait to see you on Sunday. Yeah. Can't wait to see you this afternoon. There we I go. can't wait to see how, how you go in the, in the coming years. Amazing. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Cheers. Take care. Nice. Remember, you can watch the video version of this podcast on youtube.com forward slash at 360 Timmy.
Episodes are available in regular or 360 view. More links on 360timmy.com.